This is Maria Hernandez, your co-host for Centering Health Equity. Welcome to our launch of this important podcast we hope you'll enjoy. And I'm Dwayne Reynolds, um, your co-host for the Centering Health Equity podcast. I'd like to share a little bit about what this podcast is meant to do. With the Centering Health Equity podcast, we want to bring focus to the very real issue of health inequity. While we know that disparities in health have existed for many years, the COVID-19 pandemic has shed a light and brought this conversation to national discourse. Our intent is to bring industry leaders from across the country to discuss how their organizations are addressing this public health crisis and what they would recommend to others along this journey. So Duane, let's talk a little bit about how we arrived at this uh, occasion today of recording and producing the show. I think the first thing that we should share with the audience is how we met. And I want to share that at the time I was presenting to you some work that uh, my firm was hoping to navigate through the American Hospital Association. So tell us a little bit about your career there and what you did. Well, Maria, actually, if you recall, we met because you were working on your scorecard and you were looking for people to provide feedback. I don't know how you happened upon me in LinkedIn, but I remember getting uh, an in message from you and was delighted to be able to contribute to uh, your population health scorecard. But then we really became friends uh, when I was at the Institute for Diversity and Health Equity uh, leading that organization. And we were working on trying to figure out how we could create analytics that could help hospitals begin to get their arms around measurement for diversity, equity, and health equity and inclusion. And so that was really our first foray. And I'm so glad that we had that opportunity because it has led us here uh, to partnering on this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. I was uh, trying to get your opinion about something that we were just launching, and this is almost two or two years ago now. And so it's a real pleasure that uh, even though uh, at that time our conversations didn't lead to a project with the American Hospital Association, it led to this, and I'm super proud of what we're about to do. What's your vision for the podcast? For me, I want to create a space for dialogue and discourse around this very real issue of health inequity. There's a lot of conversations happening now, but to my knowledge, isn't really one podcast that is focused in this area. And so I would love to be able to give voice to those who are focused on this area across the country, highlighting some of the best practices, understanding some of the challenges that still lie ahead, understanding who we should be thinking about working with to solve some of these challenges, because I also think it's not just solved within the healthcare space. Thinking about partnerships outside of healthcare with community-based organizations, corporate organizations, political organizations is going to be really important to ultimately solving. So it's really about creating that space for us to be able to uh, make substantive change in the industry. So Maria, what do you foresee and hope to get out of this podcast? 
Yeah, I agree with everything you just said, Dwayne. And I guess one other element to this is important to me, and and that's giving a forum for the quiet heroes and sheroes that work Mm -hmm. every day in this field, and they're not being featured on CNN, and they're not getting heard from, you know, in terms of uh, any publications and so on. They're hardworking frontline individuals, leaders, executives that are doing incredible work to Uh advance health equity. And I hope that we can bring them to light and to let them share what it takes to actually advance health equity. There is no substitute for the hard work that uh, I think the front line has to do in this realm. And so, you know, I hope people tune in to hear from people to understand some of that work and gain some insights of what they might want to use as a best practice, as a technique, as a strategy, because they're going to hear from people who are there and actually getting that work done. Yeah, I do think you're very right about hearing from the folks who are in the trenches and understanding what some of the challenges are uh, as we think about reconstructing our organizations to be more just and equitable is really important that everyone gain that perspective in order to be able to help. Yep, absolutely. I think it would also be interesting to share a little bit about our background so that people know the context in which we're doing this work. And I'll share just a couple of things. One is I actually started off working in academia, left that realm to start my own practice in work on diversity and inclusion. But my first foray into this work was actually in the corporate sector. And it wasn't until about 2010 that I started to look at how to use more of what I originally intended for my career. And I had studied community psychology, epidemiology, community health, and you know, I found myself doing some really incredible work inside big, you know, Fortune 50 companies. Mm-hmm. But my first sort of sense that I needed to get back to my original plan was actually very personal. My my dad um, had uh, his first battle with cancer, and he's being you know wheeled away into the surgery unit. And um, my mom, my two brothers, and I are saying all the good things that you do at that moment and wishing him well. And Mm -hmm. of course, we're speaking Spanish. And he puts up his hand and says, stop, don't speak Spanish. They're going to think I'm stupid and they're not going to help me. And I just walked away from that feeling really disheartened that he was scared like that. Mm -hmm. But it prompted me to really look at what is going on in healthcare in serving vulnerable populations. And my dad certainly had a lot of resources to count on. But I thought about the families that don't have that, right? And what does that do for them? And so I started very deliberately at that point to go back and look at ways in which I could direct my consulting work in the field of healthcare, public health. And so here we are 10 years later, and you know what I do every day is about this journey that many hospitals need some support with. And so I'm super proud to be able to do that. And now, of course, working with you is a real honor. How about you? How did you get started? I certainly appreciate that. You know, this has become what I consider to be my purpose in terms of professional career, in terms of my personal endeavors, quite frankly. I started out in healthcare administration, 
Um, I have both my undergraduate and graduate degrees in healthcare administration. I learned early on that there were an amazing amount of challenges in the healthcare industry. But when I was in graduate school, I actually took a course and we read a book called The Spirit Catches You and You Fall Down. And it was about the experience of a Hmong family and their daughter had a severe epilepsy. And they had such a difficult time traversing uh, the Western medical system. And it was because of the cultural differences and the language barriers. And it really kind of hit home for me. And I began to think about other groups of individuals and communities that might have challenge in healthcare. And as I moved through my career, I started off in operations within healthcare. And so I got to see firsthand what the experience was like if you showed up to a physician practice office and didn't speak English as your primary language or were a transgender person and you know you might receive all types of looks just because you are a transgender individual and for me i just wasn't comfortable with how and what we were doing uh, in healthcare operations to really provide a better experience provide better outcomes for individuals that that come in but i didn't see much of a focus sadly from you know healthcare leaders uh, around this space we talked about serving the community and being you know the organization that was there for the community as healthcare uh, professionals but in reality we weren't serving all of our communities we were serving a portion the dominant portion and that was never okay for me as a minority working in healthcare and so that's really what led me down this path you know i went through my operations career and management consulting in the healthcare space and i had an opportunity finally uh, to get into a leadership position uh, in the consulting firm leading internal uh, inclusion and diversity and that parlayed into me somehow <laughs> finagling both my healthcare administration field and diversity and inclusion internally into what uh, I had the opportunity to develop called the inclusion and health equity practice and started to work with healthcare organizations on their strategy around health equity. Um, that eventually led me to the Institute for Diversity and Health Equity, where I served as the president and CEO, and now to Just Health Collective, which is my organization that focuses on consulting advisory services and has a digital engagement community called the Just Health Collective Village. So we are squarely focused on trying to create a more just and equitable healthcare system. Well, I think we've got a lot to share, a lot to bring to the table. As you know, we've been so busy trying to advance the inclusion scorecard for population health, and we've assembled something like 80 different best practices. So I know we have a lot of great material ahead to work with in terms of building up our shows, and we have a vast amount of individuals that we're connected to. So here's to a wonderful ride doing a great podcast with you. And thank you again so much. Dwayne, this is a real treat to be with you and such an honor. 
Well, I'm so excited and couldn't think of a better person to pursue this journey with. And I know we're going to have some great shows with some phenomenal folks who are really working to make change in this area. Yeah, thanks. And stay tuned. We've got a great show lined up right next. Thanks so much.